Hello everybody and welcome to the technical area, your weekly football manager podcast brought to you by me, your host, Jeffrey Kramer once again. Welcome to level 5, well thankfully not level 4, that terrible nightclub that used to be here in Pala. Nonetheless, episode 43 is the first episode of lockdown 2, back in full lockdown here, well full lockdown in, in name certainly here in Ireland a few little caveats a few little differences between last time and this time but nonetheless back into full lockdown now for six weeks till the 1st of December and although FM21 may be a few weeks away I make perfectly timed almost if the beta comes out on the 10th as hoped there may be plenty of managers out there complaining at the sheer number of fixtures that their teams are being forced to play right now. But certainly no complaints from the viewers here as we keep the minds distracted. Football there always to continue to break our hearts or warmer spirits depending on who you follow and what's going on. In terms of FM20, I've had a week off. I just kind of felt I needed a little bit of time away after getting to the Christmas break. I just kind of felt, you know what, I just needed to, to step back. But with the midterm break next week, a week off school, there's a five kilometre travel radius in place. So, and obviously it's Ireland, it's late October. God only knows what the weather's going to be like. So, I have a feeling that by this time next week, I could, well, should really, I suppose. Being at the end of season one in Serie A with Juventus. But like in the past week, the break, it's just been kind of one game, mid-season friendly. Uh, nothing to nothing's happening there. Transfer-wise, there could be a little business done. One parent in particular looking likely to that I want to move on. And uh, there's a very, you know, Juventus-friendly deal for another global superstar to arrive at the club. And once I became aware of this player's availability, I couldn't say no. But all to be revealed, I suppose as time goes on, whether or not I can actually seal the deal the next time I load up Football Manager 21. Or 20, gee, anyway. I'm not lucky enough to be playing FM 21 anyway. In terms of the FM 21 features, I suppose I have to kind of touch on the now as they're starting to you know, drip into the world and we're starting to see a little bit more here and read a little bit more there. I feel like there's no more important place to begin than the COVID announcements from Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah. So, in my opinion, personally, I think SI have gotten it right. We don't want COVID to take over the game. Football Manager is there to distract us. It's there to give us this break from the real world. But at the same time, realism is always strived from football manager. So adding the repercussions of COVID into finances, into the later start dates for the season, and the prominence of loan-to-buy deals potentially as well, that's been teased. It seems that, you know, any potential... Differences and nothing if something doesn't seem real in football manager because of the COVID situation. Like if we'd started in July as normal with the six week pre season, 
instead of what we're going to be going through, I don't think that, um, I just don't, I just don't think it would have felt that the game was real this year in that sense. But nonetheless, again, I'm looking forward to the challenge of season one and building from the COVID crisis going forward. And I think, I suppose, for all of us who've played football manager for for years now, there is this extra bit of variety that being added in that I suppose we, we wouldn't have ever anticipated before this year anyway. And of course, while a lot of new features have been teased in blogs and Twitter posts, from areas like the recruitment team to the new gen face models, I don't think we'll really get a good feel and a good understanding for these until we can get our teeth sunk into the game, until we can actually load up the game, get and spend an hour or two just, you know, nosing about, haven't seen what's new, what's what, finding, seeing what, what the game has to offer this year. The game certainly looks like there's plenty of promise there. There's been plenty done with the game to build on the successes of 19 and 20, this iterative progress that seems to be there. So like, although many people might not be happy with this incremental nature of the game, there's certainly an incredible level of detail going into the game to help it feel more realistic than ever before. And I really feel that as a community, like I said before, there's nothing wrong with being critical in a constructive way but just you know remembering that SI are doing their best to try and make the game feel as realistic and build on what's been working over the past couple of years as well but obviously the announcement that XG was going to be in the game got me excited and I said right that's it episode 43 that's going to be all about XG XA what they are going through the whole process, what we can, how we can use them in games, so on and so forth. And I read the blog post on XG, and it says that um, SI have teamed up with Sci Sports, and really what they've done is they're going to have their own version of XG written into the game, something a little different than before, so like shot speed and little like finer aspects like this so I don't feel it's right to get into it until we can see what football manager's XG is going to be like and what the differences are between XG there and XG in real life so obviously I had to get my thinking hat on quick and come up with a podcast topic and I've gone with as you already can see the title it's the final moments so we're talking about the, the final stages of a game whether you're holding on to a lead or you're searching for a winner the final moments of a game can be possibly the most exciting and the most telling maybe of a game. So why did I pick this topic? Well, of course, you know, West Ham's comeback against Tottenham last weekend was the first time a team trailing 3-0 going into the 80th minute came back to draw a game in the Premier League. So it was a fantastic result. Of course, topped off with that special goal from Manuel Lanzini. And although many sports fans mightn't be too happy with me finding inspiration there, but while there are many reasons to suggest the whys of what happened, what we've seen is yet again an emphasis on the importance of the final stages of a game. 
Now, teams right across the league must continue to value the importance of these final stages, while obviously playing with this temperate level of risk and reward. And it's something we must do in Football Manager as well. Not discount that last 10 minutes once we see the clock tick over 80. So what happens in these final moments? Well, whether it's an underdog rising to the occasion, or a titan waking up from a lackadaisical performance, late or dramatic comebacks always grab headline news. So what is it down to? Well, the passionate and inspirational manager on the touchline with a face like thunder. Is it the power of the fans or the pride in the badge you're wearing? Or, like for us FMers, is it that the FM, uh, that football manager in this session, has decided that your unbeaten run needs to come to an end? While many excuses and explanations can be offered, there's certainly some measurable qualities and ways in which a team can be prepared to make the final stages count, whether they're looking to hold on to that lead or come back and try and snatch something from a game that isn't over just yet. So while it may not be a blanket truth, the dramatic events of a final moment in a game can trace their, or often trace the roots back to the training ground in July and in August. Having your team work hard on fitness in pre-season can have an influence on their physical condition throughout the season. Although multiple physical sessions can be tough on fatigue at the time, building up levels of fitness can ensure that your players can stay fitter and sharper into the final stages of a game and into the final stages of a season than your opponents. Managers like Jurgen Klopp and Mauricio Pochettino are known for this dedication to intense physical sessions in pre-season. However, what we've seen from their sides in the past few years as teams capable of playing with intensity right to the final whistle of the final game. And although muscular injuries can lead to issues with crises and plenty of media backlash, these sides are capable of demonstrating the positive effects a strong preseason can have in any given game. Sure, like even Chalizimo requires a standard of fitness unlike any you've seen. Atletico Madrid are renowned for their intense pre-season schedule, with the head of fitness putting players through grueling sessions that often ends up with players vomiting on a regular basis during these sessions. Now, although Atleti may not have hit the heights of their tight-winning campaign since, they still have an intensity about their play that can oppress the opposition well into the final moments of a game. And then even in terms of a physical transformation, look, look what happened at Bayern Munich over the lockdown. That was astounding. With a squad of players now looking like the Avengers, even Coutinho looks like a physical specimen back at Barcelona this year. The levels of fitness of the Bayern players certainly underpinned the success they had in Europe last season. Going deep in games, and right until the final moments of that final against PSG at the end of August. While fitness may be a key determiner to finding a way back from the dead, there also can be a guaranteed way to find a missing goal that doesn't require a team of marathon runners, a team of superheroes, not set pieces, 
An easy way to find the gold in a game is a set piece. It's rehearsed on the training ground and it's brought to life on the pitch. Teams can almost have a goal scoring routine ready to unload before kickoff. Putting time into preparing set pieces in the creator is certainly an area not to be ignored. Careful thought and consideration can help you prepare your team to maximise their strengths and ensure that's from set pieces. Your team needs to be treated with great respect. That your team is a danger should the ball go out of play. Even think back to the days of Rory the Lap at Stoke. Times when opposition players would happily put the ball out for a corner instead of trying to face one of those Rory the Lap throw-ins. But obviously when it comes to set pieces, spending time on the training ground is also vital. As these routines won't be practiced without being timetabled. Fitting in set pieces into training is obviously not easy. But in my case, what I personally try to do is to fit the sessions in on the first and final days of the week leading into a match. At the bare minimum, if I have to travel for an away game on the Friday or the Saturday, that obviously takes up the middle session. So trying to fit one in then on the Friday, on the day before. Then when it comes to midweek games, you know, if I'm fortunate enough that if I'm stuck with midweek games, but I've won, like say I played a Tuesday night, and I have a full day's training on Thursday, what I'll try to do is always schedule a set-piece delivery session in there. Try and work on all areas of set-pieces just in that session, which isn't obviously too physically taxing when you're going through as many fixtures as can be, as can be and as what we potentially will be going through now in FM21. And I suppose you don't have to, you know, dig deep into the memory to think of teams who've used set pieces to get them out of trouble in games. Manchester United versus Bayern Munich in 1999 is perhaps the most famous comeback of all. When set pieces are concerned. Because set pieces were the undoing of Bayern in that final. Long perceived to be a strength of the English game, even the mightiest of teams rely on set pieces to help them get out of jail. But you can also change a game as well, not just rely on set pieces in these final moments. Because coming into these final 10 minutes, getting your substitutions right is very important. When you consider space and balance, Risk and reward. When it comes to the final stages of a game you're chasing, it may be tempting to empty your bench of all the attacking talent you have. Deplete the defensive players on the pitch. But of course, this is a fine art. You have to get it and you have to get it right. Having a bench of match art players, that's very, very important to me. Now at Juventus and Serie A, I'm very fortunate I can name 12 subs. When FM21 adopting modern football rules, we could be potentially capable of making 5 changes in 90 minutes, depending on where we begin our journeys. Squad rotation is very important here. It maintains a fit bench, 
Players who can start games on occasion and come off it regularly. Players who you know and trust can be capable of making a difference. Having them there on the bench, ready to go, match sharp, bringing them on, knowing you can trust them to perform at a high level. That could be key to your success. And even if you're chasing a game, sometimes the best substitute is not an attacking one. But potentially the introduction of a more conservative kind of minded player, defensive minded player. Because introducing them can free up other players in attacking strata to focus more on their attacking duties and reduce the pressure on them to fulfil their own defensive duties. When chasing a game, substitutes can make the difference. But it's all about finding a balance to your team so that shape and spaces are not crowded by rushing attacking players coming across one another. But like we said, risk and reward, you want the reward of a result. And sometimes you have to take risks to make it happen. And risk is there for us in football manager. Mentality is important. Because what it does is it determines the level of risk of a team. So whether you go gung-ho or park the bus. What you need to be is mindful of the mentality you give your team. Increasing risk means that your team will take more chances. This is not always the right way to go if you've not prepared some sort of safety net. A safety net that can stop your team being susceptible on the counter-attack and allow the the opposition to compound your misery even further and take that task and make it nigh on impossible. Sometimes a comeback can be down to one thing. Luck. FM has a luck modifier. So your session could be determined by that random factor as you load up the game. We all know that luck played its part in helping teams come from behind. Goals from fluky deflections. The one shot on target squirming through the goalkeeper's hands. Even the miracle of a player who couldn't hit a barn door on a regular basis, popping up with an absolute worldy in the 90th minute. Sometimes all you need is just a rub of the green. But of course you have to think of the flip side there as well. Sometimes you might be trying to hold on to a lead going into the final stages. And in FM21 we have a great place to start there. And that's what a rewarded defensive shape. So what happens is FM is rewarded the defensive with team instruction. So force the opposition wide, force them narrow. And it allows you to visualise even easier what you choose to do. As the game goes on, you may choose to force the opposition out wide, away from the goal to see yourselves over the line. Or maybe you'll channel them inwards like a funnel, where your defensive players are ready and waiting to do what they love doing more than anything. Dispossess and start a counter-attack. When you're defending a lead as well, sometimes it's substitutions that will just help you get over that line again. Because sometimes holding on to a lead can be determined by the players you bring on from the bench. Maybe a target man makes his way onto the pitch as you expect more counter-attacks. 
and you're anticipating the opposition pouring players forward. Or maybe you bring on that experienced workhorse of a midfielder, an outlet, clever user of the ball, presses the opposition across the pitch, up and down, left and right, keeps them unsettled, disrupts their flow, and gives you every chance of holding on. When the reward is in your hands, you might want to reduce your risk. You won't take any more chances. Hold on to what you have. But decreasing risk also comes with the caveat of inviting pressure onto yourself. Are you prepared to do this? Are you going to drop your lines, sit tight? Are you going to keep your lines open? Have the gaps that have been appearing across the whole match continue into these last 10 minutes? Every situation is different. Every squad has different qualities that may see them through. What you must do is be ready to understand that if you decrease your risk, will it keep giving you the same level of reward that you've hoped for? And then something I suppose not many people would even consider. Match plans. Something I used with San Francisco Rush was the West Coast offense. Now, drawing on the Super Bowl winning San Francisco 49ers of the 80s and 90s for inspiration, our match plan was kicked into effect for the final quarter of a game. When this match plan activated, we became a more compact and low-risk side, keeping passing short and instead increasing our runs at the opposition. So we became more direct in our running, but low-risk in our passing. Managing the game out from this point, this tactic allowed us to play two different ways in the game, without fail and irrespective of the result at the time, knowing that we were keeping things watertight in our own back, but driving forward as a unit in the final third, attacking wave after wave to force something to happen. If you do want to read more about that, the San Francisco Rush stuff is still up on the blog, the link to that's down below, just go to FM Editions, go down to FM 18 and you can find it there. Or if you go to the site and just search San Francisco Rush, it should come up there as well. But with all this tactical talk, I suppose, it's time for reflection. What happens in the final moments of a game? Do you ever change or keep things going as is? Chances are, it depends on the game. But nonetheless, those final moments could decide the future of your season, your tenure, and possibly your career. Teams who are capable of going deep into a match, going deep into a season, and finding another gear, they do exist. Perhaps most top-tier teams across world football, too, in relation to the leagues they're in, they can all find this extra level that takes them over the line. Creating some magic in this final moment is easy. But it doesn't have to come from extreme changes. As sometimes it is the subtle tweak. The subtle twist. That can be the game changer. You know, just before you go off to create your own magic, 
why not take a moment or two out of your time? Leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Share the podcast on your socials, maybe, with your followers, if you've enjoyed the podcast. The site, Twitter, links down below there in the episode notes. The We Are The Community interactions do form a vital part of the podcast. Now, obviously, there wasn't really any this week, but your involvement really is valued. So continue to keep doing it. Press the button on the vote or add an extra comment if you want. Make me say what it is you think. Come along and shape the podcast. Now, ahead of FN21's release, just a reminder, on November 24th, which is release day, there will be a live podcast. I'm going to be in lockdown, a day off work, and nowhere to go. So, the time is still TBD. So, wait and see if it's a morning or an evening session. So, maybe 11 in the morning, 4 in the evening. Audio will be recorded, releases of that week's podcast. But nonetheless, that will be happening. Like I said, just the, the finer details I just have to be finished off music for the podcast comes from pond 5 so if you like it you can go to pond 5 check it out you can find more music there royalty free images as well you could start off your own kind of adventure there on a podcast or youtube channel or twitch stream whatever it is you want to do with fm21 but until next week guys stay safe keep washing those hands wearing your face coverings Keeping your distance. Keep playing FM20. Keep watching, reading, listening, researching as much from the football as you can. I'm about to head off now and watch the... I'll keep watching the Dundalk match. I've been watching it there now for the last 37 minutes. 1-0 up against Molde and Tala. So, great result for the town. Mrs Gigi will be delighted. So, while I go off, take it easy, take care, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye now.